What's up, good people? You're now tuned in to Crock-Pot Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. This is a place where I talk about issues that are practical, hopefully in a way that's powerful, to try to give you something that's portable. Thanks so much for listening, and please make sure that you follow and share the podcast, and if possible, please leave a rating and a review, because without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. This is episode 80. 80, yes, and today... We're kicking off a three-part series titled Talking to God. Talking to God. Yeah, now look, let me say this off the rip. Two quick disclaimers. Number one, if your mind is just straight up made up and you are not a believer in God and you have no interest in believing in God, then you probably won't really vibe with this series. I'll just go ahead and say that off the rip, all right? However, if your mind is at least open to God and how you might interact with God, then you'll get something from it. That's disclaimer number one. Disclaimer number two is if you are a pastor or preacher or theologian or just a staunch uh, conservative Christian, etc., in your belief of how we should interact with God, then this series, or, or really mainly this episode, just might piss you off all right (laughs) just might piss you off but as i always say i never come to you here unprepared so even if you might not like what i have to say you might still learn from something i have to say all right so those are my disclaimers that said i'm ready to jump into part one of this series and as you can see from the title it just hits you dead in the mouth so after this quick break I'll be right back to jump into God, W-T-F. Be right back. Hey, do you ever have that feeling that you were made for more? Like that feeling that where you are is not where you're supposed to stay because you know you can do better. But for some reason, you're stuck. Well, if so, Anthony D. Sparks can help. As a certified life coach, Anthony has coached hundreds of individuals ranging from CEOs to stay-at-home parents, helping them with issues such as finding their purpose, achieving work-life balance, improving their love lives, or just simply becoming better people. If you've ever thought about coaching and been hesitant, or if you've never thought about coaching but know something in your life has to improve, then this message is for you. Go to www.anthonydsparks.com to book a free consultation to see if Anthony can help. It's time for you to live a life of purpose, on purpose. All right, welcome back to Crockpot Conversations, episode 80. And again, we're kicking off a quick three-part series titled Talking to God. And the reason why I wanted to do this series is because um, I see a lot of times on social media and uh, I I talk to people day in, day out. And it's just interesting to see um, our dynamic with God, how we relate to God, how we talk to him, how we view him, how we how we just um, interact with him. And so so I thought it was important to uh, just kind of shed some light on some things that I think in terms of you know how I conduct my relationship with God and um, you know in hopes that um, it, it could help some and and if nothing else just provide a little more perspective all right because look we're all individuals we all have our own 
our own ways, our own thoughts, our own um, standards, etc. So I just thought it was cool to to just broach this subject. And um, again, hopefully, if nothing else, just give a little bit more perspective, get us out of our silos and see that there are multiple ways of interacting with um, with him, with, with the divine, with the creator. And so let me just say real quick, I'm going to use him when talking about God, because um, that, that just makes it easier um, for this episode, more, maybe a little bit more digestible. And I say that because I know that there are some people who use them for God and some people may even use her or she for God. You know, that that's another conversation for another day. Perfectly fine, whatever the case is, but I'm just using him. Uh, in this context. All right. So that being said, today's episode is all about smack dab in your face realness. All right. Realness. And look, I know when I say God WTF, I know a lot of people may be offended by the title, but I also know a lot of people who are helped by the title because guess what? We think it right. We, we, we think it. And so, um, so I'm going to explore that a little bit, but before I get too far ahead of myself, let me just go ahead and set the table for this episode when it comes to talking to God I think um, it's largely influenced by your relationship with him and your relationship with him is largely influenced by your view of him from from my experience in 37 years of living I've come to understand that I'm most vulnerable and okay being vulnerable with those who I can completely be myself around right um, I, I realize that I'm most comfortable pouring out my heart to people who are not listening to, you know, they're not listening to me to judge how I'm saying something, but rather they're listening and they only care about what I'm saying. Now, there are contexts and there are, you know, when you're talking to somebody, and you're trying to get something done or get a directive cross or whatever. People always say it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Yes. But when it comes to pouring out your heart, being vulnerable, being open. No, what matters is not how you say it, but what you say. Because here's the thing. If I'm worked up and if I'm feeling like I'm about to lose it, the last thing I need is for somebody I'm venting to to police my language as opposed to helping me through my issues. All right. If, if I'm if I'm venting and all they can say is, hold on, hold on, don't say it like that. Then I'm even more frustrated now because you are missing the point. You're policing my tone. You're policing um, how I'm saying something. You're policing the words I'm using as opposed to hearing my heart, hearing what the issue is. All right. So that's just my belief. All right. So now real quick, before I jump into why we should absolutely be a thousand percent ourselves in talking to God, being vulnerable, being open, being honest and raw and real. Let me say this real quick, quick to help some of us with a few things that completely trip us up i'm not gonna get too too deep into it but i gotta draw some distinctions real quick um between a few things that really really mess us up and when i say when i say us i'm talking about um in a lot of cases um christians i'm talking about um people who are you know kind of prim and proper and 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 very conservative and i and i approach to society things like that so let me just say Real quick, there's a significant difference between cursing, swearing, and cussing. All right, and if any of my uh, life group folks are listening to this, then they kind of know where I'm going because we had a life group um, session about this, uh, I think back in December of 2020. 
uh, I brought this I brought this up to them and so and so they kind of know where I'm going with this and so I want to share it with you all here now real quick some of this info is from uh, Jeffrey Curtis poor uh, who has done some good work on uh, differentiating these things so I want to credit him for uh, for that and some of what I'm about to say all right so and the reason I'm breaking it down is because we know that that WTF is you know that 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 holds a cuss word not a curse word a cuss word all right so let me break that down real quick cursing cursing c-u-r-s-i-n-g is when something you say wishes harm on somebody else so when somebody says hey go to hell or man kill yourself that's cursing all right that's cursing swearing is about taking and making oaths or in other words saying something to convince others you're telling the truth i.e um so help me god or i swear or on god that's swearing and just fyi jesus actually spoke against us swearing um because it can be inherently manipulative and it can lock you into promises that you probably shouldn't be making anyway so that's just a quick aside on that but that's swearing cussing is an intense response to intense emotion cussing is a form of release it's a form of release now what's made cussing so bad is quote-unquote proper society's rejection of it and that's fine that's fine but just so you remember no word in and of itself is bad right it's a word no word is just bad coming out the gate no context purpose and the condition of the heart are what determines the rightness or wrongness of a word so quick example i can say oh shit (laughs) if i get surprised or startled or whatever and get looked at crazy or i can tell somebody man you ain't worth nothing now which one do you think would probably get the most run or the most gas or the most buckeyes if i say them in a church or some kind of proper setting i think you know i think you know right i had a teacher one time um coming up in high school and she would say, uh, you know, I, and I think she she it was kind of a badge of honor for her. And I, and I get it. I get it. Because, again, we're talking proper society. But she was always good to say, oh, raspberry or uh, she would she would she would interchange or she would change out cuss words for other words when she either got mad or startled or frustrated or whatever the case is. But guess what? Now that I realize it, it didn't matter. Why? Because it was context. It was context. And forgive me if I'm offending somebody by saying this, but but you saying "oh shit" has the same um, has the same meaning as "oh raspberry" because guess what? The reaction is the same. The word is different, and one word is seen as more harsh because of society's view of the word. But in essence, the condition of the heart and the context and the purpose for which you use the word that determines the um again rightness or wrongness of it right i hope that makes sense now now so here we go here we go let's 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 talk real quick why do i think that it's okay that somebody can actually in their prayer time in their communication with god actually say god wtf man wtf what like what what the really what why do i think that that's okay three reasons i want to give you number one you got to be real because he already knows your real thoughts. Look, 
God is omniscient, which means he's all-knowing. He knows everything, past, present, future, everything, all right? He knows it. Matter of fact, to give you just some context and some background, um, in the Bible, Psalm 139 says, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You understand my thoughts from far away. Before a word is even on my tongue, you know all about it. Omniscience. In Matthew uh, chapter 9, verse 4, Matthew chapter 12, verse 25, and so many others, we can read where Jesus knew people's thoughts even before they became words. And in some cases, even though they never became words. And guess what? He responded to the thoughts. <laughs> so be real because he already knows your real thoughts. Look, if the heart is what God sees, and we know we know that that, that there's that, that there's uh, scripture that says that that you know man sees the outward, but God sees the heart. If the heart is what God sees, and if He knows and responds to thoughts before they ever even materialize into words, then the WTF you're already thinking is already being answered by Him. Now again, again, context, purpose condition of the heart matter i would never stand up in a church and just just go to rattling off cuss words god wtf and this that and I, I wouldn't do that why because it would detract from what i'm saying it would detract from 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 the message i'm trying to relay in that setting because people wouldn't be able to get past me saying this um this quote unquote offensive or non-traditional word in this particular setting all right and 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 not everyone is mature enough in their place, in their walk to handle this type of conversation. All right. So you got to know, you got to know who to discuss this with. You got to know where to employ this, this, which is why I'm talking about talking to God directly in the context of this episode. All right. So be real because he already knows your real thoughts. The second thing is be real because anything else leaves you empty. Anything else leaves you empty quick example um if you are a fan of the holiday classic a christmas story you know the one where little ralphie um asked for a red rider bb gun and you know the daddy gets the that, that leg lamp and uh it's just so many great moments in that movie right so if you remember that movie um there's a scene where Ralphie, who has been talking nothing but about getting to Santa and telling Santa what he wants for Christmas, he finally makes it to Santa after a long wait in that line at the mall to sit on Santa's lap and tell him what he wants. He finally gets to him and he freezes. And so as Santa's asking him what he wants, he's been talking about a Red Rider BB gun for the longest, but he can't get it out. And so Santa mentioned something else. I think he says like either a football or a, or a toy train or something. He, but he says something else. And Ralphie says, yeah, 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 that, that, that's good. That's good. And it's about as he's about to get sent down the slide to go back to his parents. He catches himself, realizes the fact that he has just missed an opera. He's about to miss an opportunity. And he turns around and says, he tells Santa what he wants. Well, I kind of look at that as what happens when we're not real with God all right when we're not real with God being anything other than our real selves leaves us empty again number one he already knows he knows those real thoughts already remember but then two we have a relationship 
with the creator of the universe. And what a shame if we're going to sit up and try to hide parts of ourselves from the creator of the universe. And guess what? If he created the universe, that means he created everything in the universe, which means we're part of the universe. He created us. So how on earth are we going to try to hide how we feel or what we're feeling or what we're thinking from the one who made us, the one who knows us? It does nothing but leave us empty. Psalm 62 and 8 says this, trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart before him. God is our refuge. Trust in him. Pour out your heart before him. To me, those things go together. I can pour out my heart before him because I trust him. I can tell him this stuff because I know he's not sitting in judgment of me. I can tell him this stuff because it's what I'm really feeling and what I'm thinking. And so I don't have to hide it because I know he's not smiting me or punishing me or blasting me or uh, lightning bolting me down because of just how I'm feeling because he's my refuge so be real because anything else leaves you empty and then last but not least you got to be real because realness is the blueprint for talking to him yeah look I've used a couple of psalms to give you some examples and just so you know, the Psalms, the book of Psalms are all over the place. You got praise in there. You got depression. You got frustration. You got sadness, happiness, folks being stressed out, folks being petrified. I mean, terrified, scared to, to, to the nth degree. You name it. You name it. Right. So it's a place where we can read real emotion. So with that said, Psalm 42 and nine, another one. The writer says, God, why have you forgotten me? <laughs> Look at that now. The writer is asking the supreme being, the divine, the creator of the universe, his maker and sustainer. He's asking him, why have you forgotten me? Matthew chapter 15, verses 22 through 28. Jesus is talking back and forth with a woman about, you know, how it's against a certain custom to bless certain people and give certain people blessings, etc., and the woman that he's talking to kind of claps back or gets back with him and says, well, yeah, God, but, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, typically, when the uh, Savior, when, when the Christ, when God in the flesh says something to you, you would think, you know, well, let me just shut up, right? No, but she gets back with him and says, but hold on. <laughs> and guess what? He acknowledges that and he blesses her for that. Job chapter 7 verses 20 through 21 Job asked God what have I done to you O watcher of humanity what have I done to you why have you made me your target so that I have become such a burden to you my God <laughs> like like that's, that's as real as it gets I can just see Job saying man what have I done to you God that you would come at me like this what did I do to you to make you come at me and, and, and inflict this kind of stuff on me. And then last but not least, Genesis chapter 32, verses 22 through 32. Jacob physically fought God. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know how much more, quote unquote, disrespectful somebody can be than fighting their maker. That, that That's like me rolling up on my daddy and, and, and fighting him, like, you know my sons rolling up on me one day and just fighting me 
And guess what? But guess what? Here's, here's the beautiful thing about God in this context. God blessed him. God still blessed him. So be real because the blueprint for talking to him is realness in those examples I just gave you. And there are countless others in there. All right. So when it comes to talking to God, you better know that the one who made you human can absolutely handle your humanity. Let me say that again. When it comes to talking to God, you better know that the one who made you human can absolutely handle your humanity. Be real with him because he already knows your real thoughts. Be real with him because anything else leaves you empty. And be real with him because the blueprint for talking to him is realness. That's the episode, y'all. If you haven't yet, please take a second to follow the podcast. Uh, share it with your friends and family. And if you can, leave a rating and a review. Look, if you are inspired and want to work with me one-on-one when it comes to anything I've said today, I'd love to have you as a client and help you make some things happen. All right. So feel free. Reach out to me via any of my social media. Username is simply Anthony D. Sparks. My website, www.anthonydsparks.com. Or you can even shoot me a text as always at 415-935-0219. Look, something new I'm going to do in the uh, Crock-Pod Conversations Facebook group. If you're not a part, go ahead, um, find it, request membership. I'll let you in there so you can join. Um, But what I'm going to start doing is um, I'm going to try to do it once a week where we're going to kind of recap the episode or have kind of a debrief or a conversation about the episode. Shout out to uh, a couple of a uh, couple of good friends of mine who who kind of asked that jokingly, I think, but I, but at the same time we're, we're sincere, and so I'm taking up taking them up on that, and uh, I'm gonna do it. So join that group, and if you're interested in it, um, I'll uh, I'll be providing links to uh, a link to the meeting or, or the debrief session, and we'll chop it up for about you know 20 30 minutes just about the episode, etc. All right. So that being said, thank you so much for rocking with me looking forward to uh next week's episode and part two of the series and i hope you are too i'm out